Hey, 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 hey! Welcome to Bonus Barrel. Is Sean Shelby and Seiji Robin the assholes back together? No, <laughs> I love it, it's great. CRSSS feed. Oh boy, right, guys? Yeah, this is great. <laughs> Nailed it. I, I, lo I love it. So, what's what's all about? Uh, welcome back to part three of episode 200, or also known as episode 202. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, when I was away, this is a real quick update. Um, I'll, I'll make it brief, but when I was away for the convention, I got two new boxed Game Boy Color games for uh, my Game Boy Color. I got Pokemon Puzzle Challenge, one more down in my complete Pokemon collection, and uh, Dragon Warrior 3. Got that one from uh, my good friend uh, Sean, P1. Wow, he sounds like a real nice guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy. I mean, I had, to, I had to pay him money, but it was a discount. He's <laughs> a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to give a shout out to nice guy with a capital N, Sean. Oh, thanks. It was good hanging out with you and Megan. Yeah, it was a blast. And uh, it was good. And the convention was also a real treat. A lot of fun. We're not here to talk about conventions. Uh, but I, I do want to get a little bit of a preamble. Uh, Sean, you said you're, you're angry at Blizzard. You want to tell me why? <laughs> tell everybody why. Yeah, because BlizzCon this, was this weekend. And uh, the whole opening ceremony just... I loved every every second of it, and right? I did actually, yeah. Uh, oh. During the Overwatch Two trailer, um, can you tell me about that trailer? Uh, I didn't watch any of it. So it's uh, what is it? It starts... looks like an update. Yeah, well, the game is so Overwatch Two. <laughs> yeah, what is, is it going to have? Uh, still have PvP, new maps, new modes, yeah. okay, new, so, new heroes. So update. But right. if you own Overwatch One, yeah, you get all of the new maps, new modes, and new heroes that are coming to Overwatch 2. The only thing you don't get is the PvE co-op modes. Ooh. So if you are somebody who plays Overwatch 1 and loves PvP and doesn't really care about the archive missions and isn't really super interested in the in the, uh, the PvE aspect of it, then you don't need to buy it. You stay updated. So they're completely Yay. revolutionizing the way sequels work. No, they're, they're not. not. Gonna... <laughs> they're just making yeah, they you pay for PvE. This is just like Fallout 76 making you play imagine, single player. Imagine if Call of Duty. I don't right? want to. But imagine if Call of Duty every year you only had to buy it to get the campaign mode. And all those people who don't care about the campaign and just want to play the multiplayer would just get the new map upgrades already. But why would you That's call it Call of Duty 2? You would just say, oh, look, here's DLC for Call of Duty. You can buy the single player stuff. Because they're also they're also updating uh, character models as well as uh, some of the physics engines. So the game itself is going to be updated. But you're going to get all that for free on the back end if you have Overwatch 1. Which you should. Because what they're what it doesn't sound like they're offering enough to... This is like Splatoon 2 all over again. I don't think Splatoon 2 was a big enough jump well, to be called Splatoon 2. It would, it would depend, I guess, on how many... Uh, how much... Um, co-op mode, how many co-op modes there are, how many missions you can run. It's like supposed to have, have a new story base, and you can level up your characters in those modes. If this, if the game is like, if the PvE is enough that I would, like, if you forget about the PvP stuff, if I looked at that and think, oh, cool, this is uh, a, a real game, like a full game, a full story, 
there's enough missions and story to justify it i st- i don't know uh then yeah fine that's that's that can be a game but it just this, this doesn't seem like i don't feel like it's revolutionized anything i just feel like it's it's just i mean you uh, might not maybe uh, you're not familiar with the gaming industry rob but no, typically <laughs> typically when uh, an online focused game like that has a sequel they cut out the previous game destiny if you buy destiny 2 right, right you don't right. get to play with people who play destiny 1 who own destiny 1 if you buy the next call of duty you don't get to play your mat your your pvp with the people who had the previous call of duty any any game up to this point when the sequel comes out mm-hmm. you know quote unquote sequel whether right. or not you think it can be called sequel due to the, the number of content is irrelevant when the sequel comes out they almost never allow that that to carry over Blizzard, what Blizzard is doing is preventing a, a fracturing of the player base. And and it's it's almost, I mean, it's to draw in new players. So anybody who hasn't played it, maybe people who didn't want to do PvP have right. been waiting and now they're going to grab it for the PvE modes. And those who don't care at all about playing PvE modes don't have to spend any more money and they still reap all the benefits. They get free updates. That is good. I, you know my mean, only, like my, my, no, no, I have no issue with what they're doing. I just feel like it doesn't it doesn't feel like a sequel to me. It feels like the exact same thing, except more. No, it, yeah, well, it definitely feels like it definitely feels like a PVE DLC with yeah, a bunch of that's other my DLCs. only issue. It feels like an ex- it, it like it's it's essentially Burning Crusade. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. That's why that's my only my only problem with it is that. But it, Burning but, Crusade was a full price game, which is crazy now in, in hindsight. Right, like all of those Warcraft experiences. Yeah, but so if it boils down to, will there be enough content in the PVE portion of it to justify justify a full price tag? I'd be curious to see exactly what, because I'm not so concerned necessarily about the time, because I'll I'll pay full price for a game that's like eight hours. I don't give a shit. But it has to be like if it's just like I swear, if it's like ten missions, like if it's just like ten missions of the of the stuff that they already offered for the PVE stuff on Overwatch. Like you know, the I don't play them because I don't care about PVE. But uh, yeah, you know, like the soldier seasonal. Yeah, yeah. If if it's just like ten of those, then that. Bleh. But if it's like a full story with ramifications and actual character development and shit, then and cut you know cut scenes, then then I would be more. I, more. I believe it has all of that. They they let me like the the presentation they gave says that it's a, it's a, a a story that carries on. You level up the characters and abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, some some people online who. Are a little more cynical have said, "Oh, those will be locked behind loot boxes," but I doubt that. I doubt um, it's going to be a game. It sounds like, yeah, I, I think, and, and there's no timetable yet for when it's coming. So I do suspect that this is going to. I think it's probably going to launch. It is. They said it'll be on PS4, Xbox One, and mm-hmm. Switch confirmed. But I wow. think it'll probably launch alongside the PS5, Xbox Two, and uh, or Xbox Four, I guess, because it's the fourth one. That's weird. Uh, and uh, call Xbox and negative one. Switch. so yeah I, I, I'm excited for it it looks really good I really enjoy Overwatch I went back and watched all of the old uh, the old shorts again this weekend um, they all good. get me right in the feels they're so good yeah okay. it does character design better than anybody I know except oh, maybe Sculpin uh, it definitely <laughs> I don't know <laughs> oh I get it <laughs> that's real fun that's real cute uh, uh, it, was, it was a compliment for you, pal. What was that? <laughs> it's a what toy. Is happening right now? Who's fucking <laughs> that? Kamen Rider 
Rider's it's Star Wars. <laughs> that was that was Common Rider. Okay, I just I um, yeah. So that yeah. that happened. I mean, there's a bunch of Blizzard news. I don't I, don't, I know this. We're here to talk about video games that we like, Calm down, yeah. not video games that are coming. But <laughs> yeah, there was a ton of stuff this weekend. The World of Warcraft new expansion got me hyped up. I'm actually yeah. right now thinking about starting Warcraft again. Don't. Um, I know it's tough. Yeah, the Diablo Four trailer looked incredible. I installed yeah. Hearthstone yeah. back on my tablet. I was actually just cleaning up my Blizzard account. You're all while I was waiting to start. Yeah, it's they're so good. I said to Mark and a couple of the other guys the other day that between Blizzard and Nintendo, I don't really need any other video game companies. <laughs> so I don't know. You got yourself set, man. Well, you said maybe gonna, maybe Airship Syndicate. I like them too. It's gonna be sad when you don't play Final Fantasy Seven, but uh, the rest of it. Great. Yeah, well, I think I'm older now and I'm I'm wiser, and like maybe I could prevent myself from being completely hooked like I was before. But also, luck, man. also definitely not. Good good luck is all I can say. Uh, I know I would not be able to do that. Yeah. Um, uh, I, yeah. Cool. That was fun. So Blizz update. No no booing this year. No, there was none. He opened up with a big uh, apology, and everybody loved it, and all of the. Uh, the the pundits who spent the last two weeks crapping all over them for Hong Kong have been all up on their D for the last three days. So I all guess maybe those people are not are not actually, you know, um, standing by their word and they're just pathetic hypocrites online. <laughs> that sounds real. All right, uh, go ahead, Shelby. Start this if when you're ready. Oh, I am ready. Um, okay. But everybody's heard my spiel in this game. This is like the last time I talked about this. Everyone was like, whoa, such a good story. Whoa. You don't have to retell it. No. Uh, okay. Number 19 in this freaking list. Hey, listen. Ocarina of Time. Legend of Zelda. If you don't know Ocarina of Time, which if right. you don't, then I, I don't know. I don't Do you want a fun fact? What? Uh, until I was like 28, no, maybe even a little bit later, I called it Orcarina of Time. Oh, God. Yeah. So, <laughs> idiot. So people who call Mod Podge Mod Podge. And I'm like, that's, can you just read the fucking bottle? Like, yeah, why did I never read it? Why did I always, I even spelled it that way for a long time. I have no idea what happened to my brain that I just. No. Orcarina of Time. Oh, I love Zelda Orcarina of Time. None of my friends corrected me. <laughs> oh, boy. So, this is a game that traditionally I think we've been on this side of, hey, this game is overrated. And I think it's mostly because of Lef and, and Rob. Yeah. I, I still have it kind of high on my list. Shelby still has it on her list. I moved it down a lot, I think. Yeah, but it, it's still there. Yeah. And now, P1, what do you think about this game? I really enjoy Ocarina of Time. It, I think... I don't really have so many memories of it from when I was a kid, although I'm certain certain that we loved it. We uh big fans of the N64, Mark and I. But I really enjoyed the 3DS remake. I thought that was... To me, the, the 3DS remakes of Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and Star Fox 64 play and look the way that my memories of Ocarina original feel. Okay. Um, so, like, in my head, Ocarina was gorgeous, and the gameplay was awesome, and the story was fun. And playing through the 3D remakes... As an adult, 
it's like none of that was diminished. You know what I mean? I don't have to go back and I actually play it where the graphics look like a potato. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I really enjoy Ocarina. It is, uh, it is a great story. It's, it's one of the pinnacle Zelda stories. I am more partial to a couple of others. Uh, I would prefer, I would prefer a couple other Zelda games over that. But it is, it's so good, and uh, I really hope Nintendo finds some way to bring it to Switch. It's great because you you take Link through being a boy to an adult, and it introduced so many aspects to the the franchise that are, are staples now that will never go away. Mm-hmm. Um, just such, yeah, real big fan. It's it's just it's it's a wholesome, fun game that, like most Nintendo games, offers the uh, the 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 challenge of making it as difficult as you want it to be, based on how deep you want to go with with the extra stuff. Uh-huh. I'd, I'd like to. So it's not on my. My, my list although maybe I, people game, gamers change their opinions a lot up and down over the years i think because thinking about this right now and, and listen talking about it now i'm thinking about the game a bit more than i would have when i was doing my list like i really liked this game a lot when it came out and i, I played it a ton i think what bothered me was a lot of the overhype that i feel it's gotten all the years after but like I, I just remember like this certain things like and correct me if i'm wrong because i haven't played it in years but like don't you get one of the arrows by firing an arrow into the sun in uh, Lake yep. Hyrule, like that's so fucking cool. The story is one of the better Zelda stories in general. Uh, I don't like it on 3DS as much just because of the controls, but a Switch enhanced port of this where it didn't look like a potato and they increased some of the tighten up some of the gameplay and uh, just kind of I don't know, maybe added a little bit to the story. I just think of other stuff in the game too, like when you have to lift the gigantic boulder with the the new gauntlets and you go to yeah. a village. There's a lot of really cool stuff in this game. A lot of iconic imagery. Yeah, maybe next when we do maybe uh, 300, I'll have this back on my list because it's. It is I would, wait, 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 wait. What's this thing about potatoes? Potatoes have like well-defined curves and very pleasing textures. Like <laughs> the original ocarina has none of that. No. So I don't. I don't mean like I don't mean like a potato out of the ground. But when you wash it and peel it and then cut it into like triangles ah. you cut a potato up and cook it it's all pleasing textures like... <laughs> doesn't it yeah. no one's uh, ever called a potato pleasing to look at before the, 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 it's the all PS fuzzy one, and stuff the... isn't it yeah yeah, it yeah. Is. yeah yeah but yeah when i say potato i mean like they're ugly it's not uh yeah it's not a pea. like i don't want to have pictures of them on my wall i don't want to look at them i'd say that in 1998 ocarina yeah. was gorgeous it really it was. was. Yes. Yeah. So it does make sense. In 1998, Ocarina, like PS1 and and N64, those games were. I mean, 1998, me, I would have been in grade 11. Um, there was no nothing better. Like this is as good as it gets. Cutscenes from yeah, Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It was like this is like real life. This is amazing. This is just <laughs> like a movie. True. <laughs> and uh, now going back and playing it, it's like. Eh, it I, I feel like I was uh, under heavy narcotics because it's <laughs> really, like. <laughs> And, and I yeah. wonder, like the PS1 and the N64 are really bad. The PS2 GameCube era is is more stomachable, I find. Oh, I, I don't but, mind it at all. But I find I get the same reaction from PS3, Xbox 360. I really? I yeah. So they look good because I can. I, I feel like there's they've made jumps too soon. The N, they jumped to polygons too soon with the N64 and the PS1. If they had stuck to, to sprite-based graphics for that generation, imagine how how amazing and how how legendary all of these games would have been that we talk about now. Imagine a, a sprite-based Final Fantasy VII um, with, with the cinematic cutscenes or a sprite-based Ocarina and Majora's Mask. Um, 
Now, you wouldn't have been able to do a game like Super Mario 64 in that format, and I get that. And that is another game that, for a lot of people, changed the way they, they play games. I just I feel like they made that jump too soon. And then the PS2 felt like the right time to be in that polygon era for graphics because um, they didn't look terrible, and they they have aged better, I think, than the PS3 360 because PS3 360, again, made that jump to ultra-realistic graphics, and none of those people look realistic now when you compare them to modern day stuff. It's not like it was naturally evolving. Like the the reason why we got the sixth generation jump is that during the fifth, there was no demand for 3D processors and those companies needed help from outside companies. Like I think the 64 was developed with some company from, from the States. Oh yeah. Because all, all of this stuff was very, very new. But I mean, we're talking about 1994 when, when it got released. So it's very early. That created the, it's not really the demand per se is that it was like a proof that it could be commercial, you know, because people didn't really like it for the same reasons, because it was kind of ugly. And I'll say this, like in 1998, I do remember seeing some PS1 games and Nintendo 64 games and saying, oh, this is, this is bad. It's too square. And I thought the same back then, which is, oh, I prefer 2D sprites. And even to this day, I still, I still do prefer, I find them more artistic. Yeah, like so that all created, I think, what is still very, very good in the sixth generation, the GameCube, PS2. I, I look at those games and they still look pretty decent. But the fifth generation games looked bad immediately after the <laughs> the PS2 and the GameCube <laughs> came out. Well, uh, one one more little story to to add to the Ocarina. When I when I was really young, we only had the one console, so me and my little brother would play uh ocarina of time but i didn't want to share it right so he would sit in front of the tv with like with like a spider-man action figure oh. and he would play in front of the tv pretending to be a part of the game while i was playing ocarina of time i didn't know you had a brother mm-hmm. yeah a sister yeah <laughs> no, so wasn't. where did this brother come from i just did had this brother him? and we used to play ocarina of time it was a very adorable yeah. loving touching story yeah. uh where he would because because there's no there's no two play i don't know if you guys know this but there's no two player in ocarina of time so he would just, you know, sit by the TV and he would be like, Shelby, I mean, Rob, uh, I'm playing as this action figure. And uh, that's my story. That's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next game. Number 18. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Woo! After it's been a month, uh, Sean, or like two months, three months even, do you still feel it deserves its place? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it. Uh, Fire Emblem Awakening was my first entry into the Fire Emblem series, and I, I adored it. Um, and then I played the other games on the 3DS from there, all of which were fun and I enjoyed. But paled in comparison to Awakening. Because Birthright Three was Houses. Trash. Sorry? I think Birthright was trash. I, I mean, it was okay. It wasn't very good. Yeah. I. Which one was... I played... Earthra, yeah, that's uh, you... Uh, Conquest. Is that where you're the red, you're the red family? I I was the good guys in mine. I played the easier one because I'm not... Yeah, that's good. the red family. Okay, that's the one I played too. Yeah. Um, it... Uh, Anyway, so the, the Awakening was my favorite. Or it was my entry into the series. I adored it. And then up to this point... 
uh, I had never played anything even close to Three Houses because it merges the Fire Emblem strategy combat style and the relationship building the into persona. like a Persona game, yeah, which <laughs> everybody tells me are amazing that I've never played. And if it's anything like Fire Emblem, they're incredible. It is, <laughs> and they are, yes. The so in three houses, you <laughs> choose one of three houses to instruct as a teacher, and you build relationships with the students. And the more you talk to them, the more time you spend with them in the in the in this monastery where that is a school, you uh, learn more about them, you get backstory on them. And they all start off, and you can make like superficial judgments on them based on their their initial Definitely. attitudes. But the more you get to know them, like I fell in love with each and every one of my students and the ones that I recruited. Uh, to the point that I don't <laughs> think I could ever play it again as another house, knowing that I wouldn't have my students. You get most of them. Uh, I wouldn't get the ones that I really want. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was. It's, it's it blew me away. Blew me away. It. Um, I didn't expect it going in to be so persona. Like, so uh, it's kind of funny. I feel like the more. So Fire Emblem, uh, which Jesus uh, uh, was called Tokyo Mirage. I think it's a Tokyo Mirage Sessions or whatever. For, uh, Wii U, which eventually will be on Switch as well. When that came out, it was supposed to be a merger of Shimigami Tensei and Persona, uh, or sorry, and uh, Fire Emblem. And it honestly just played like a Persona game. And for those of you who don't know, uh, SMT is is kind of the flagship. Uh, Persona spun off of that and it became its own thing. Uh, but the more Fire Emblem and Persona combined, the more I seemed to like it because I, I loved Awakening and I was lukewarm on Conquest and Birthright. Echoes was a lot of fun. Uh, but didn't really feel like the other two. But this one was just a lot of fun. Uh, it was ranked number three in P1's list and 14 of mine, so it got up pretty fast. Uh, and even though that was hot off just playing it, I feel strong about it because the story's awesome. There's so many branching storylines. There's a lot of great characters you could recruit. The gameplay's solid. And uh, there's a lot. it's just you're continually progressing almost until the end of the game. But uh, if you do like this and haven't played a Persona game, you should really play Persona 5 play i don't know maybe the setting might be the only thing that turns you off because the rest of it is very very similar to mm -hmm. how this game plays including you know getting to know characters and shit maybe i'll check it out yeah great game though number 17 Super Mario Bros. 3, number 26 on Seiji's list, 100 on Shelby, and 5 on mine. You know what, guys? Mario, Super Mario 3, wholesome. Wholesome game. Yeah. Love it, lovely game. Love it. Uh, there is a commercial called The Wizard that you can watch. Uh, no other tidbits there that's necessary. And uh, yeah, it's a great game. Part of my formative years of playing video games was spent on Mario 3. I had a Nintendo at this point because it would have been out for like four or five years. Uh, four years, maybe? When did Mario 3 come out? 89 or 90? I think mm, 90. 88? Let me check. It can't be 88. My money's on 90. Game Boy, access that information. Boop, 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 boop. 88. Oh, fuck me. In America? Oh. Uh, Let me check. <laughs> all right, 89. I'm back to 89. <laughs> uh, NA, 90. 90! Yes! We're both right. Uh, 
I think I think because the Wizard came out in '89. This is why I assume that it was. Um, I love Mario Three. Tanuki, Tanuki suit. Yeah. Raccoon tail. The only other power up I like as much is probably the, the cape from Mario World. I uh, and the oh and the frog suit so fucking adorable. The music from Mario Three is so good. You got those sweet maps and, and secrets like the warp whistle. It introduced the Koopalings. Although we come to find that they're not related to Bowser, I guess, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. The P-Wing? Who doesn't love the P-Wing? I think it's the first one to introduce the inventory system, too, where you could uh, actually bank some power-ups. Had the um, the ghost ship that would appear map that was actually full of coins before Mario New Super Mario Bros. 2 made coins redundant and sad. It was a fun thing. Uh, fuck. Scrolling stages that Left hates, those were introduced in Mario 3. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, so good. So many mechanics. Mario 3 is the Ocarina of Time of Mario. Ooh. So good. But some would say it's probably Super Mario 64. But I think it introduced enough mechanics that separate itself from the first two games and carried forward throughout the entire series. Yeah. It's so good. I it's so good that I, I definitely played every couple of years through completion again. Yeah. And I love this game. Number 16 in the list is Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Uh, number two in my list, number two in Sagey's list, and not on anybody's list, not on anybody other's list, because they're a bunch of ding-dongs. Um, put the inferior Zelda in another spot <laughs> higher than this. I'm kidding. I'm just I'm trying to stir the pot now. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, good game. You know, I go on and on about this all the time. Good, good music. I wish I could play the HD edition. That's about it. Wind Waker. So I just want to say something really quickly. I don't know about you guys when did, when you guys started thinking about your favorite game, like making like a list. I had an internal list. I never actually put it down. But for years, ever since I played Wind Waker, I said Wind Waker is my favorite game. That was like the first time that I remember saying yeah. this is my favorite game. I actually am on my first gaming industry interview. They asked me like, what was your favorite game? And yeah, I said Wind Waker. And I talked about Wind Waker in the, that in that interview for a while. Holy shit, this one up. Okay, number 15. Went up 232 spots. I assume it's because uh, P1. It's the P1 it effect. Yeah. So yeah, number 29 in my list, number 40 in in Sean's list, and number 58 in Sagey's list. Uh, it's good. Uh, good game. It's 
pretty, but it's like one of those games that is more or less kind of concentrates on the on the gameplay and the really weird kind of heavy narrative at the same time. Uh, and then it kind of, I wouldn't say slacks in the graphics, but it's not like the main focus kind of thing. Uh, and they, I think, are mostly just um, for function, if that makes any sense. But that's still cool and still cute. Good times. This was the first game that I played on recommendation of Bonus Barrel. Um, and I loved it. I adored every second of it. And uh, I'm super glad that you guys talked about it in whatever show it was you talked about it. Uh, next up, number 14. Super Metroid. This uh, is arguably the best game on the Super Nintendo. Its graphics are incredible. Its soundtrack is iconic, and it portrays a sense of loneliness and isolation um, that games today struggle to match. Not only that, it uh, you actually feel stronger and more powerful as you play the game and get your upgrades, which you're supposed to feel, but uh, unlike some modern-day Metroidvanias where you only have uh, a hint of, of that increase in power, Super Metroid absolutely nails it with every step. Um, and Mark and I, uh, we played this for his uh, bachelor party. We live-streamed a 100% run. It took us a little over five hours. And uh, I realize for those bros that are listening, that's not much of a bachelor party. But uh, for for us actual bros, it was uh, it was the best way we could have spent a day. Sounds like a, a good time. Party. Uh, yeah, I think I talked Screw about... You. Uh, <laughs> super... <laughs> I think I talked about uh, Super Metroid a lot during the episode and when I talked about Fusion. And yeah, I love Super Metroid. It deserves its spot. I see the hype. Pretty cool. Number 13. Blaster. Yes. So, um, again, this is my consolation prize because Cave Story is so low, but another game from Studio Pixel is here, which is a game that we played. Correct me if I'm wrong, but was this the first one that got no damage? I can't remember. Um, yes. So we played Mary-Kate Ashley Sweet 16 on episode 18. It got full damage. And oh, then we played Carol Blaster, which had no damage So which, on episode 20. And that tells you a lot, because this is a game that is a strange game. Uh, sometimes when I wear my Carol Blaster shirt, like people ask me, like, what's that? And I tell them all about it. Like, it, it is an indie game. And, you know, they made it, it was my wife, mostly by, by this guy that made Cave Story. And it's amazing. You should play it. And it's on mobile. It's fun. It's just pure fun. There's nothing revolutionary in this game, I guess. But it's just it just feels good. And in an era where games are big and large, and there you have to sit down and think about playing it. Should I, you know, watch a movie or, or cutscenes to get to the gameplay of this game, or whatever? No, it's just game is just you, you play it. You have fun. You shoot. You run. You jump. It's good. Oh, we didn't say uh, what position. It was uh, seventeen on yours. 
35 on left and 56 on mine. Very evenly spaced. The um, soundtrack for this game is very good. Oh, still sense. listen to it pretty often. Uh, number 12. Shadow of the Colossus for PS2 and probably PS4. I don't think it's anything else. It was uh, number seven in Shelby's list, 36 in Left's, and 63 in mine. Great game where you go around murdering uh, innocent creatures for a selfish reason and a uh, bittersweet end. Good, I like it though. Yeah, um, it's a good game. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah. No. Uh. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. Um. I like the um the HD version that came out too. It's like the or the HD remake. Um. Mm. It's really really awesome. They fixed a bunch of the frame rate issues, which is like I think a lot of people's main thing. Uh. For it when it came out, or main issue with it when it came out. Um. But yeah, super pretty. Um. I think it somehow kind of manages to like the world feels kind of empty, but it also doesn't at the same time. Uh, it's a very weird, I guess, atmosphere, but they, they did it. I think most people consider it the best of the, quote, untril- uh, you know, unofficial trilogy of Eco and Last Guardian. Obviously yeah. not for me, but uh, yeah, it's a great game. I, I should re- replay that uh, remake sometime. For an alternative opinion, you should listen to the Cartridge Club episode where we cover Shadow of the Colossus, and I spend an hour and a half lambasting it. Next up, number 11. Fire Emblem Awakening. Oh, uh, I sort of talked about this earlier. This was the game that got me into Fire Emblem. Uh, and to this day, I still have... Um, Irrational attachment to the characters. Uh, Krom, Lucina, Tharja. So. Who's your number one waifu in this game? Tharja, probably. Yeah, that's where you... That's where um, you Lucina's a close second, though. But, yeah. Yeah, Tharja for life, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this game... This made Fire Emblem mainstream. Uh, it is the reason that every game since then has been such a big seller in the West. That's true. It's the reason why Lef and I are friends. Uh, he wanted to borrow it from Megan when testing. Then uh, she told him about this little thing that we're doing, and then he borrowed it, and then he talked to us, and that's that's the beginning of uh, 2.0 of Bonus Barrel. Very cool. Yeah, good game. Okay, so we're down to the top ten. Number 10 is Portal, which was on the 41 Shelby's list, 32 on everyone's list, and number 10 on my list. It's a top 10 game for me, and I know we've talked about this game at length before, but I just consider this game very iconic, very clean. I call it a perfect game. And to me, a perfect game doesn't mean that it's the best, doesn't mean that you know it's better than, than its sequel, because I, I'd say that for a lot of people, Portal 2 would be the superior game. 
also everything is more contained and everything just makes sense and there's nothing i, I don't see any flaws you might like it or not but in terms of of me as a player my, my own personal taste and as a designer when i see it i just see like a master class in design a portal's good because it's a puzzle game that doesn't overstay its welcome i find some puzzle games just drag on too long but once I've gotten the hang of the mechanics and I've done a couple of puzzles, a few that are hard, I don't need like a hundred extra levels of doing the same thing over and over again. That that just annoys me, and I usually end up quitting those games. But Portal doesn't do that. Portal is perfect. It uh, it comes and stays exactly as long as you need it to, and then it leaves. As part of a required test protocol, we will stop enhancing the truth in three, two. Next up is number nine. Uh, another game that I guess you could say is arguably the best game on the Super Nintendo, Final Fantasy VI. A lot of my top 10 is Super Nintendo games and Blizzard games. <laughs> but uh, Final Fantasy VI is the best Final Fantasy. It's not my favorite, but it is the best. Uh, it has the best character development, the best graphics, the best soundtrack. It's the most memorable. And uh, all of those things are true. You're on um, track if you think it's the best graphics. It really does. Yeah. No, it doesn't. What, what, what one looks better? Uh, most modern ones? Come on. Being mm, objective. No. I will say this though, it has one of the most. Tell me, tell me how good those modern ones look in ten years. I will happily do so. Because Final Fantasy VI is going to look the same, and they're going to look like other vegetables. Uh, no, no, I way. disagree with that because we're getting to a point now where three D graphics are actually aging quite well. Yeah, she's right. I will say this though, <laughs> um, the as far as like ripoff styles go, uh, FS6 gets ripped off a lot uh, in terms of like RPG makers and and anytime people want to look at Super Nintendo. RPG it seems like this is the game that gets ripped off pretty consistently. Like it's very iconic from that time time period. But I think four is better, anyways. Oh well, four yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure other people will agree too. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it's a good game. Oh, I guess it's on my list too, so I can I can talk about it. Sixty-seven on my list, and is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, I Five love this on game. Left and four on mine. Yeah, it's uh. It's a very memorable game. I don't know, man. I just feel, I feel like people uh, want to make it with it way more, uh, too much. It's like it's good, but is it really? It's not. It's not it's I'm not noticing a theme, Rob, um, with this and Ocarina. That if people like the game, then you just spite. But I like. love six. It's on my list, so there's not like I hate this game. It's just, and I've always had this opinion growing up. You know, for me, that six was like the mid tier for me. And I always had I have, all my friends who like I love. I get it, man. It's hard hard for people to understand. You know, you're wearing your wool scarf, your your cap. You're at Starbucks on your laptop. I don't people just like Starbucks, and I don't have a laptop. I'm not a writer. <laughs> I'm a successful ish artist who has great I've ever... opinions. I don't think I've call, ever seen called you a hipster. Yeah, I also don't wear a scarf. I don't even wear a scarf much in the in the winter, Sean. I have you a should, fake scarf it's called a beard. <laughs> <laughs> Six is great, um, and if people like it more, I'm glad because there's no. I like all the final bits, including yeah, they're all good. 
Okay, so this game went up. I th yeah, it was not in the top 10. Now it is in the top 10 where it belongs. Brothers Tale Two Sons, uh, it's nine in my list, sixty-eight in Rob's list, thirty-nine in Sage's list. I missed that, and then seventy-seven in Sean's list. Wow! Uh, yeah, we did a whole episode on this too. It's a good game. Cried like a crazy person what? at the end. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I bawled for like the last third of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Surprises them. A lot shorter than I remember it being to me. It seemed like it was a lot longer, but it's not. <laughs> it's <laughs> another game that I think the length is perfect. You know what I mean? It's you get enough out of it in the in the time that they give you. I agree. I'm surprised it's not higher in your list, given you know your your relationship with your brother being as it is. Um. Yeah, it could have been. I guess I I really hit twenty, and then I just started writing down games as I thought of them. To be <laughs> honest, this is a great game. It's uh. I don't. I felt things and uh, don't have a brother. I mean, I do have a brother, but I played Ocarina with as a child. But besides that, I don't have a brother. Um. And I still cared. So there you go. Next up, number seven. I'm going to pause so Sage you can cut in some Stormwind music. Yeah, number 11 on my list, number 11 on Left's list, because he has incredible taste as well, and number 41 on Rob's list, because I guess not enough people like this one for him to take it off his list. <laughs> I love this game. It's one of my favorite games of all time. But... Oh, dude, me too, me too. It. Uh, I So I played EverQuest, and then World of Warcraft launched at the same time as EverQuest 2 launched. And I started with EverQuest 2, and I saw how much fun my friends were having playing World of Warcraft that I switched over. Uh, this game, I ended up losing my job because of it, Really? Um, yeah, I, I ended like up. Story. I lost my job. I killed the computer because I played. It was like a day and a half straight without sleep, just running, and the computer died. Um, <laughs> at which point, I started using my roommate's computer. Got kicked out of the house I was staying at because I didn't have a job and couldn't afford my rent. <laughs> um, okay. Had to move back home. Ended up moving away. Joined. The, quit when I joined the navy. Uh, came back from the navy and started playing again. Uh, lost a, a girlfriend over at that time. Haven't played it since then. I don't think and, you should uh, play it. Based on oh, dude, I, <laughs> and like I was in a, I was in a, a, a fairly decent raiding guild. We were doing really well. Um, uh, it's just such a good game, and Blizzard knows how to make it good. And I need, to, yeah, we got to talk about something else. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this is definitely one of my favorite games of all time. I know it's not rated higher, and the reason other games are rated higher is mostly because. I, I usually rate single player games a bit higher than I do, but probably because they're more personal. But as far as like anything outside of that realm, like this is where I met some of my closest friends, which are listening to the show, Sundary J and, and uh, uh, BBQ crew. I, I love those guys. I've been friends with them for well over a decade now. And I met them while playing this game and became close friends with them while playing this game. I played this game on and off for like, I don't know, let's see, 2004, 
for almost 10 years and i definitely wasted a lot of time uh, in my life on this game i don't consider it waste now but the reason i won't play it now because i know what will happen if i do play it and that will be a few months at least of me not doing shit when i do when i have a better control over my time nowadays and you know so i can't yeah i'm not in my 20s anymore i can't just sit there and play a game non-stop and just like you i mean i, I went stayed uh, i think it was 36 hours straight or something wow. along those lines me and my friends just won the marathon burning crusade when it came out and and we did and yeah i got a lot of fucking world of warcraft stories and they're fun like we were such trolls on pvp servers just uh camping usually red ridge and duskwood and just being just twats about it to be honest with you love it though uh, it, if I, play, uh, I still do it the point for me when it when i realized hey i need to i need to walk away from this was burning crusade i was a, a protection paladin so i was a tank nice. and there was a, a a boss in uh, one of the raids called the fell reaver and his mechanic was that he would drop aggro uh that set times and um throughout his fight so you had to have two or three tanks to do it ideally so that they could always be above the dps and aggro oh, this one yeah. and uh i had designed a build that was just straight threat building and even with because and you would set it up so that you would actually switch the tanks would switch off um instead of letting him instead of having him drop you and i had built such a good i had designed such a good build for it that i solo tanked him <laughs> to like two percent health and then i finally lost the aggro to one of the other guys because it had stacked a couple times for it before so dropping in the end. and i was i was like talking to my friends and i was bragging about it friend who's a bit of an asshole but also really insightful who's having a drink we were sitting around drinking and he looks at me and he goes you're gonna put that on your resume <laughs> <laughs> That's something you'd and, say. <laughs> and then i was like yeah you know what i gotta i gotta stop <laughs> and you and you're considering playing it again now the blizzcon just happened this weekend and they showed a new trailer for i so i quit the week before arthur's came out i was in a like a, to, a top end rating guild and oh, we no bragging for Sorry, <laughs> we were going. And this is when gear, when gear score first came out, and I had the top gear score on, on oh, my wow. whole uh, server. Anyway, um, uh, there, yeah, the the I quit the week before Arthas released in Ice Crown. Yeah, and this trailer for the newest expansion, uh, Shadow Realm, I think it's called, mm -hmm. uh, showed that um, it takes place Shadowlands. in Shadowlands. Yes. Uh, in Ice Crown, and it's not even Arthas anymore. I quit so hard from this game that I didn't even know that Arthas was no longer the Lich King, that it's Bulver Four Dragon now. So I was like, Where the, where's Frostmourne? What's going on? Why does he have a hammer? Anyway, um, it was really good. Yeah, and I, I, I it, it's actually installing right now as we speak. Oh my God. So, <laughs> the top guild, best gear ranking. Uh, no, no, it wasn't the top guild. It was just a high good guild, guild, though. And we were like in the, in the top 100 in the world, I think. And you had one of the top gear rankings and you you held all that aggro and you're supposed to share it so yeah and, was... and you're single right now i don't think you will be for long my friend once this episode is <laughs> <gets> out <laughs> gonna put a lot in my resume <laughs>my list 19 and lefts and 27 in p1 uh, i've talked about this game a lot not much more to add but p1 you've never talked about this game on the show very much why don't you tell us about your 
feelings for sure. You played it recently, didn't you? Yeah, on the DS, and I enjoyed it more there than I had in the past. Uh, Chrono Trigger often gets touted as the best RPG or the best 16-bit RPG of all time. Um, and I would agree as long as what you're interested in isn't story and character development. Um, I think the story's pretty fun. It's just not in your face. It's, I, I found the story to be sort of generic. Um, oh, the time travel my stuff. biggest. Oh. Sorry? The time travel stuff is cool. It is. It is. Yeah, like, it's not a bad story. It's just not... Final Fantasy VI or Final Fantasy IV, Fair. you know. And as far as character development goes, the char- the only character development is really side quests forced on you. Like there's a whole sequence with Chrono that <laughs> would make for incredible story. Yeah, that is glossed over entirely. So. Completely optional, even if it's what I'm thinking. Of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, <laughs> it, it is uh, the 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 graphics are incredible. The combat style is is uh, amazing. Uh, having the enemies on the screen is is uh, the game is fantastic. You should play it. Play the DS version; it's the best version. But uh, yeah, it's just not, I don't. And a lot of why I, I like story, I like character development, uh, which is why my top game is my top game because that game is just bleeds character development. Five is Resident Evil Four, um, and I'm kind of sad I didn't get up one more spot because that would have been cool. But then also, stuff in anyway, I would have been fine with either game being in fourth place. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so uh, number one in my list, number nineteen in Rob's list, uh, and it's it's a game with only two people on it. But I also put all of my points on this <laughs> game. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Why would you do that? Yeah, it's oh you know, my gosh. Anyway, I'm definitely not the only insane person here. No, clearly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I just wanted it to get in the top ten spot because I think it was like 19 last year or something, or even lower than that. 37. Holy shit! Anyway, I had not played it in time for the list, and mm. I said if I if I had played it. Before we started it would have made it so here yeah. it is now it's a great it's game 30 up 31 spots yeah uh when i was home for thanksgiving my brother was playing it again it was just really fun to 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 spectate i guess um because he had done a couple runs already and he was on he was just doing it on a pro but he had the the parasite laser uh and was just blasting through everything it was really <laughs> fun game number four fitting Final Fantasy 4. Yeah. So this is number one on my list. Shelby, I didn't realize this was number three on your list. I like you even yeah. more now. Uh, and number um, 38 I'm... on Rob's list. Rob, I like you the same. Final Fantasy 4, uh, it's one of the most important games to me. It is the reason that my brother and I started the Cartridge Club. It is the game I have played and beaten the most. I know it inside and out. I could probably write a guide on it. And it is... It's a story about redemption that as somebody who made poor choices when they were younger, it just, it makes me, anyway, I love the game. 
it, it gives me hope that people can change. Nice. That's uh, really optimistic. I like that. Yeah, it's so so good. Um, yeah. This is it's it's my favorite soundtrack for any video game. It's everything about it is my favorite. It's my number one. And I know that it's not the best of anything. Um, that other things, the other games do the stuff better that I like in this game. But it is, I don't know. I just it, it all came together. I played it at, at an age when I was young, and it meant a lot to me. And it's the first game Mark beat on his own. That first RPG he beat on his own. Yeah, there's a fun story about me blackmailing him when we were kids to take his turn. Because um, he said uh, a curse word. Oh. <laughs> the, I, was um, like, I was like, I won't tell on you. I can have your hour to play. <laughs> Shelby, I didn't know why it was so. I, I can you talk? I, I want to hear what you think because I didn't realize it was number three for you. And even though I've had access to this list for like three months now. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> it's actually a lot to do with um, uh, the people that I first watched them play it. And I was like, shit, I got to play this game now. So then I played it, um, and then just kind of. Um, I don't know. It's just a nice, comforting game to go back to, I guess, uh, when you're looking for like a, just a good, solid RPG, and you're like, yeah, that these scratches scratches that that itch. Yeah, and you could like if you're comfortable with it and familiar with it, it's you can beat it in like twenty five ish hours, thirty hours. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's like an old shoe. It's just and there's <laughs> there's there's story like a comfortable or an yeah. old slipper maybe, but there's story beats that still get me. Like I don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't played it, but there there are scenes when some of my favorite characters make appearances and it's like oh man like that's yeah like yeah like they swoop in they save the day and mm-hmm. it's so good there's so many uh ports of this that differ in terms of quality uh I'm pr- i don't know if four has been the most ported but there's uh the psp version which has the uh has reskin graphics it has the extra story at the end there's mm-hmm. the iphone version there's the snes version there's the ps4 version steam uh version. part of the anthology steam um it's definitely yes. without different yep the, yeah the two there's a ds remake mm-hmm. and then you can play the right like then you had the regular version that was ported i think the game boy advance yeah that's another one so uh accessible very accessible uh i don't know which one's the best i think a lot of people say the psp one's the best uh, the reason why I always bring that up is that I think the one that we had, the first one we had, right, you know, FF2 in North mm-hmm. America, was uh, they, they they fucked around the difficulty and shit, and they made it, like, a bit easier. Easier. Yeah, because yeah. they thought North Americans wouldn't be interested in it if it was too hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not that hard. Yeah. But it's good. The PSP version is is my favorite version, um, although love- the, the Super Nintendo was a very close second. The DS one's pretty fun. I, I like all the, the little bit I don't of like. I don't like stuff. the graphics. No, I thought they were pretty fun. Cute little chibi 3D graphics. Uh, at the time, it was pretty novel that they did a kind of a semi-full remake instead of just... And, and fully voice acted, too. Yeah, yeah, there's some cool stuff to that one. But, you know, I think the PSP would be the one I would go to the most, too. Lots of, lots of great options for a really good game. Really great characters. I love Cecil and Rosa a lot. I like a love story oh, in a game. So good. And there's And there's more than one, like... Yeah. It's just... Oh, it's so good. I, I have Matt Bandy... Uh, made me made Mark and I perler beads of the characters, four of the characters. Aww, yeah, cool. and I left mine on my desk. And Shadow, they were next to a bag of treats, and decided to eat part of Cecil's head oh, and no. Rose's <laughs> Rose's clothes, and like no. so now they're all chewed. She didn't have much clothes anyway. I guess you could say, <laughs> yeah, you could say you could say Shadow has good taste. Oh boy, yeah, you could you could say that. Jesus, next. <laughs> So number three.
Mega Man X is number three on Left's list, is number 24 on Sean's list, and number five on my list. The music in Mega Man X, one of my favorites. That whole soundtrack is fantastic. One thing that I want to mention is that when, when we're talking about these games, especially when, when you guys talk about RPGs and the games that you like and, this, and the stuff that you notice in games, and it's very character-oriented, very story-oriented. And of course, Mega Man X has a story, but to me, what's really notable and it's what I give the highest priority in my video game taste is the, the feel of it. I like a game that, that feels nice to play, that makes sense to me, how it sounds, how it plays. And, and this game is it's just a joy to play. Maybe because I played it so much, but, you know, just shooting and, and charging and moving left or right and using the dash and then jumping to a wall and holding to a wall and wall jumping. Anyway, yes, Mega Man X. Number Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Yay. There are some people who consider this the best Legend of Zelda game. Uh, mm. Up until recently, there was like a sort of a, a hard line. There were those who said Ocarina was the best and those who said Link to the Past was the best. And it was based basically on how old you are when you played each one. And um, the Link to the Past is a game that has aged extremely well and is fun to play to this day. I don't really know what else I have to say about it. It's... It's one of the most iconic games of all time. Yeah, I think it's one of the best Zelda games for sure. Uh, but <laughs> it's, uh, I, I, as, as everybody knows, my favorite is uh, Link's Awakening. So I'm, I'm, I guess I'm more neutral about these some of the other Zelda games. I, I guess I could be objective about. It. <laughs> yeah, I, this game's great, and it still plays great today. Mo like most Super Nintendo games, it still plays great. Metroid, like Final Fantasy IV. Uh, like Mega Man X, that's that console. It knew what it, it knew it was doing. It's the yeah, uh, it's the best console, man. It's those games are timeless. Yeah, there's a reason Super Nintendo Classics flew off the shelf. There's yeah. like that really Nintendo was like that guy at work who did that one really good thing 15 years ago when he got the job and has been riding that high ever since. You know what I mean? Like. Good stuff. <laughs> A Link to the Past, I think, was critically acclaimed back in its day, and, and for a while was considered the best game of all time, mm. and the best, of, and of course, you know, the best Zelda until Ocarina. And I think that there was this period of time, and I think we mentioned it, where Ocarina just was the undisputed just, best game of all time, right? It was the first perfect score from Famitsu, wasn't it? Yeah, all the game magazines would have it on. I've seen it all the time on like uh, EGM and stuff. In that feeling that you have, Rob, that that you keep mentioning, and and I know it all too well about you know people getting sick of it you know that, that it's overrated so at some point that that idea got too popular right? and, it, and it toppled over mm. and now it is considered as such you know i i don't think that in this day people mention ocarina of time that much uh maybe 15 years ago or something like that yeah i think you're right and i think it's it's kind of sad for ocarina but something that speaks very strongly of a Link to the Past 
strength as a game is that it didn't happen to A Link to the Past, right? It's, people just went back to saying A Link to the Past is the best Zelda game. It won the best games of all time. It is true, but also it's hard to describe because A Link to the Past is revolutionary in how it changed the formula of, of the Zelda game. But at the same time, it's, I'm going to say, responsible for the formula getting a little bit stale for a while because it was so good that most of the Zelda games tend to follow that kind of like same formula, which is good. It's, it's amazing and it's been valid for that amount of years because it, it is so good. But I think the if the franchise needed something new and that happened much later, but it happened. Um, it certainly was like the staple 2D Zelda and any game that came out for that, that was in that, uh, anyone that was doing a 2D Zelda, they kind of had to take all these elements from Oker or from Link to the Past, or otherwise it would be seen as inferior to it, in my opinion. I, I, I happen to like a lot of those ones a bit more than, I don't know, I feel weird about this one, because I actually do love this game quite a bit, and I, I don't know, it's amazing how, I guess because of how well it holds up, uh, I think makes its space here justifiable for sure. But like, I think Link Between Worlds is better, I think I like Minish Cap more, um, you know. So, so I, I like Between Worlds. I I love that game. I enjoyed that. I had so much fun with it. But I liked it because of A Link to the Past. Like if if A Link to the Past didn't exist and A Link Between Worlds just came out, it wouldn't have the same you feeling. Don't think you would have the same effect. I don't um, think I would have. I thought the gameplay because making that connection yeah. between Ravio, um, that is a big deal. You know, that was that's, pretty cool. It's there's that game. Uh, there's there was another game I, could, I was thinking of that's an example of I like it as much as I do because of the thing that came before it. I can't think of it right now, but uh, yeah, Matt, like I I do I do think that a link between worlds is only looked on as good as it is or as well as it is because of the fact that it's tied to a game that came before it that everybody universally loves. It is a really good sequel. It's, it's an incredible sequel. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, but but I mean, just because even if that's true though, even if it's as beloved because of the fact that where it came from, that doesn't change the fact that you could argue it's a better game. It's like Mark, right? People really love Mark, but it's yeah, only <laughs> truly because he's my brother and came after me. <laughs> he's the sequel. Yeah, but, but he's more enjoyable to be around. Like mom, mom and dad, you know, they said around like, Mark, we really love you. Yeah. You're such a good son. I love him more. Yeah, yeah we're so glad that you're just so much like your brother who was the, the perfect son that came Is that what they you. say? Or they're like, why I, we thank God we tried again. What's the next game? <laughs> <laughs> What's number one? So are we ready to, to end this? Yeah, I guess we're doing our, our new number one, uh, non-Hall of Famer, number one game for bonus barrels, uh, BB200. I mean, really, it's always been number one. We just didn't know it yet. No, there's some disagreement. <laughs> okay. Um, so the number one game in the bonus barrel top 100 list of 2019 is Nintendo's The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild.
Breath of the Wild was my number two on my list uh, and number one on Sagey's list. And then I added all 100 of my bonus barrel points. Yeah, of course. Sure. I don't get that, though. Four is one for you. Why didn't you just add points to make sure Final Fantasy Four got to the top? Yeah, I don't understand it. Why? Yeah, she's, that's a really fucking great point. So well, just, the reason- I was like, you had so many opportunities and that could have been number one in Final Fantasy like four is not on the top of any fucking list ever. That should have been, yeah. I guess, but still, it's just like what the fuck. <laughs> and it's better I, than Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I understand that, and the reason is because I believe that Breath of the Wild is a better experience oh my uh, God, than so Final cool. Fantasy IV. It's Sage more open on you to more yeah. people. <laughs> and yeah, Seiji also Sage. sent me an email that said I have yeah. the password to your computer, and I've taken video footage of you that I will send oh, to everyone shit. if you don't put your hundred points in shit, Breath of the Wild. Be careful, although you know, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so there was a theme for the games in my top. Like when I said I did 20 games, and then I sort of didn't care after that. Um, yeah. the top 10 of those games, uh, really the top 15, were all games that uh got me emotionally invested in the characters. Uh, I either had a an attachment to the, the people in the game or the game itself, something was going on in my life in that time that that made me feel a thing. And Breath of the Wild, when Breath of the Wild launched, I played it on the Wii U and it was the, the launch of the Switch, which I did not have. And everybody was playing this game at the same time. And it felt like I was in elementary school again and all of my friends were talking about the same game. And um, I had private conversations with, like, with a couple of people who were playing and we were like, comparing where we're at i took the time to go through and do all the temples and um while others didn't see it or don't didn't find it or didn't think it existed uh i felt that the story in breath of the wild was the best story that a zelda game has had because you had to look for it um it wasn't just given to you and the way that they well i liked it and the way that they designed it um the way that they designed the game that you could you could do everything anything in any order um without feeling like you were uh missing something or you weren't forced down certain paths like some games it just it was so well crafted it was so well done and there's a a book uh you find zelda's diary in the Hy- in castle hyrule castle and in it she said she's writing a, a segment where she says she asked you know she asked him and she's talking about link why he's so quiet all the time and the answer that he gives in her diary is it, it was so moving to me. And because he talks about how he has all this responsibility and how he doesn't know if he can do it and he doesn't know if he can live up to it. And so he figures it's best to just suffer in silence, basically. And it just, there was just so much of that in the game, so much emotion, so much feeling that I, I knew it had to be number one on this list. And it's a game that I think everybody should play. And I know Rob doesn't like it as much as I do. I just, or at all, because it's guys, not on this list. I love that. I do like the game, but you guys are so you're so dogmatic about it being the best game ever. And I just thought it was a good game. And so, you, yeah, man. I but feel that's like okay. I have a voice of reason. It's, so, near near Automata is the example I'm going to use because that's the game, game that I played after. Uh, I played and beat ending A, and I enjoyed it. And I, and some of my friends played near Automata through all five endings. I did the and. Main one too would get um, defensive of people who didn't play all five 
because to them, you had to play all five to get this experience from this game that they enjoyed. But I didn't need that. I only played to ending A, and I enjoyed it. And it was fun. So it's mm. fine that they loved the game and they played through all those endings, and that's okay. And it's fine that I played through ending A and I enjoyed it. Just like it's fine that you think that the game is okay. And to me, it touched me deeply and emotionally, and it moved me because we were moved by different things, right? Different experiences. So it's okay that you don't like it as much as I do, Rob. That's but fine. But what you're saying isn't that I love this game the most in the world. It's this is the best game ever in this genre and deserves to be praised by everyone. There's a difference between you saying, oh, I love well, this it game. Is. And in, it my opinion, in my opinion, yeah. it is those. Things. And that's where you, you lose me because I, I think that you guys uh, have drank this insane Kool-Aid. And I drank it too, but I, I guess I have to see past the uh, hallucinogenic drugs that's in drink. <laughs> Um, well, when another game does what, what this game did as well as it did it, then maybe we can have that discussion. But until then... What says Shelby? You said something, but uh, Sean was too busy mansplaining over you. Uh, that's fine. Uh, it happens often. I'm kidding. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, that's like... Anyway, everyone's gonna hate For me. anybody who's not sure what um, Shelby meant there, geez, you're doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I just yeah. Rob said that he drank the killer the the Kool Aid. Or uh, sorry, I keep wanting to call it killer Kool Aid because that, that's what it is. But um, yeah, uh, Rob went to therapy and uh, they undid the the crazy stuff. The brainwashing. In his mind. Yeah, that's why he's fine now. That's why I can <laughs> see that it's a great game, but not the second coming of video games. That uh, you know, I wouldn't even though it'd be like it'd be like if I took, I don't know, uh, 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 Xenoblade Chronicles X threw a hundred points in there, and then but Final Fantasy VII got no point. It's like it's weird. I'm with Shelby. You, you, something. Seiji has something on you. It's or very, my, yeah, favorite, it's my favorite, thing. my favorite, my <laughs> favorite game of all time has already had enough points on its own to make the top four. So why would I have to inflate it, knowing that? The Breath of the Wild only had support one, from Seiji and I. Number one. It would have been he... Breath of the Wild would have been if he took out your hundred points. Wouldn't it have been like number five or four? No, like it, it would have dropped, dropped to a hundred and ninety-nine. Or sorry, it would have dropped to three twenty-four. So it would have yeah, been number. Yeah, which would have been number. <laughs> would have been number four. Yeah. You could have had Final Fantasy four in first place without it's... losing much of Breath of the Wild at all. It's not. A, it's not about that for me, man. It's not about that. <laughs> In all honesty, I could have had them one and two if I had split the points approach. Yeah, you should have done that. I wasn't trying to your points. You're not I wasn't efficient. trying to game the system. You were. Felt... You put all your points in it. Everybody's trying to game the fucking system. If yeah, this is one hundred, two hundred, taught me anything. That's the only thing that it's about. If you weren't trying to game the system, you wouldn't have used your BB points at all. Would have let it been natural. Um. <laughs> I guess, yeah, but I knew that you were also using your points strategically and of course. voting for games that you didn't actually care about just to get other games you do care about. What are you talking list. about? I put my games in those lists because I care about them and other people should. <laughs> Seiji, will you help me here? <laughs> Drums that are happening. This is how the old this is how the younger brother felt in brothers mm -hmm. at the end. <laughs> Seiji just lying there in the bottom of a pit. <laughs> will I get pounded are by this rain? <laughs> So you're just... <laughs> yeah, we're, I'm okay with the spider. Yeah, that's cool. I'm okay with... having fun uh, listening <laughs> to yours. But uh, Shelby, because um, I know what Rob thinks. I know 
what Sean thinks. I know what I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I, I don't know if you've played the game, but I, I, I'll still want to w- would like to know your your thoughts or what you've heard or what, what are your general impressions. On Spoil- spoilers. Um, I did start playing this game when I went home for Thanksgiving. <gasps> um, but just like all fifty thousand other games that I've started this year and didn't finish, I just you know lost. What are you talking about? Wasn't it? A s- amazing experience where your 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 brain was raptured away by how incredible the game was like i can't believe you put it down you came home after starting this game oh my god um <laughs> it's and then you know what it's literally just a matter of i got five minutes into it and then i got distracted by something like i just i i feel like that's just been games in general with for the past little bit with me um so i i don't see what everybody's hyped up about but uh, it's only been five minutes <laughs> Uh yeah. Well, that's a, that's a really good review. I think five yeah. minutes is the unbiased you can get. <laughs> well, it's just I think there's like I don't even know how many games I've done that to in the past little bit. So I feel like I've treated it fairly when I think <laughs> of the other games that I've played. Did you get out of the tunnel? I, and, and here's the thing: I don't remember <laughs> what I did. <laughs> I guess that. it was so good that it fried your brain, and you I don't can't know. remember it's it a anymore. Horrible thing. Anyway, I feel we're like making awful. fun of the number one. We should be united, but instead we're yeah. Sorry, sorry. It's, no. Oh, never. This is anyway. the best game ever. No, it's good because this list is not anyone's list. It's all of our efforts put together. And it reflects something about us as a group. And I mean, I'm pleased because it is my number one game. I do think... So in some games, I like them. I know I like them. And I know they're not that good, right? Yeah, for sure. So that happens. And then I there are, there's the opposite case. Where I know a game, it's good. I've heard that it's good i know it's place in history and i don't like it or i don't like it as much mm. that's the case with super metroid like it is on my list i i didn't like it as much when when i played it maybe because of whatever personal taste or whatever i i'm actually wearing my super metroid shirt because nice. i do like it i like it it's just i don't like it as much you know as, as other people so i can see what you guys are saying like you you know you played it and you think it's that is that good that's fine in that case it is my number one game because it is my favorite game of all time. I have very good memories playing it. Also, I think it is the best game of all time. And also, I have a very big bias because I have a specific set of tastes. You know, you guys were talking about story and characters and stuff. I just like the feel of this game. Mm. You know, the, I, I, I think it is, it is supremely crafted. Um, it's something that I haven't felt playing a game. I just, I feel very free, very free. And by free, I don't mean that I can do whatever, but whatever I can think of that it is possible to do, it is not janky at all. It just works. And it's something that is really unique to, to Breath of the Wild. I, you, you're just thinking about stuff and you go and and it has that MMO quality where you're, you just feel like you can do and go and grind something. But it also has, you know, the, the single player adventure quality where you you know you have an an objective and and the world is is limited and and you're just there alone working toward that goal and and i understand this this argument that maybe there's nothing that is completely new to this game to me is it is a combination of that ignorance of not knowing about these other games that are great games that do towers and that do climbing and they have open worlds and all that stuff uh, and maybe that is why I feel that it's so novel to me personally. But then I'll also like SP1 when when I was playing it and other people was playing it and when I was reading reviews. And it's hard for me to 
to believe that just everybody was drinking a Kool-Aid and just <laughs> like, I mean, it's, uh, I was so puzzled with this phenomenon that I actually, you know, did a study, a little bit of research and maybe it, it because I was biased, I found what I was looking for, which is the, the worst way of doing research. You have a conclusion already in your mind and just, <laughs> yeah, correct, uh, confirmation bias. But I try to be as objective as possible. I, I, I measured other games with the same stick and I, I did find that this game was more critically acclaimed in its time than other games at the very least in the last 10 years. So it was interesting. I don't know. Hearing you, like I know that I'm biased, mm. but I know I, I do know what I like about the game. So I don't know. It's like, it's weird because I, I, I like the game a lot. I had a lot of fun playing it. I just, nothing ever struck me as like, I don't know. I don't know exactly what it, nothing ever clicked for me to make that, that I was like, you know, shaking with joy about how great it is. Uh, Megan, I think she's the first Zelda game she ever played. Was it Breath of the Wild? She got more into Breath of the Wild than I did by far. Why did you like it so much? Because her taste in games is better than her taste in men. Ooh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I, I was listening to you. Uh, Sean had to interrupt you in the middle of, you know, explaining why. Right, with a, a joke that was pretty clever, Back but I was trying to listen to you talk, but, you know, Sean's rude, so he, Yeah. Well, anyways, Megan really liked it for the exploration and uh, all the open world crap. I don't know. Was it the greatest game ever, though? Oh, no. Yeah. So she had tattooed Zelda. But then again, there's so many people with Zelda tattoos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not a good argument. No. See, there you go. That's a reasonable, unbiased opinion. Hadn't even played a Zelda game before. Liked it a lot. Wasn't the greatest game ever. So I'm going to go with that. That's a good <laughs> argument, right? Yeah, solid argument. Sean, uh, good good burn earlier. But, you know, <laughs> I like to listen to women when they're talking and not, you know, get my quips in. I would never interrupt with a quip. So Yeah, if, if 200 episodes of Bonus Barrel has taught me anything, it's that you definitely respect women's opinions. I absolutely do respect women's <laughs> opinions. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Peter? What? Why are you laughing? Oh, I'm just reading funny cat meme stuff. Okay, good. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you were not backing me up, that's not very best friendy of you. Mm. No, I yeah. was back. Oh, I got, I got you. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, that was number one. We all, it's a great game. Glad everybody, really glad, glad it's number one. I'm if sure you hadn't wasted your points on games that don't matter, you could have had one of your favorite games as number. What? What's? Well, my favorite game is uh, in the Hall of Fame, so I'm I'm cool. I don't know. Uh... I'm, I'm not worried about it at all. This is the more, most freeing one I've had yet because I knew safely that FF7 was where it belonged, and now that it's Hall of Fame, I can just relax and and keep voting for those games that people don't give a chance to because they're too busy following the line of other people playing what's most popular at the time. The you Hall know, of Fame didn't exist. Your favorite game wouldn't even be top ten. Well, everyone was, uh, you know, in in line for their 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 another stamped out Nintendo Zelda game. I'm there. <laughs> I'm, I'm there fighting for. I got to go back to the bottom list. Sin and Punishment Star Successor. Yeah, that poor game that deserves love. <laughs> and 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 Katamari Forever. I mean, come on. Roll it around people and listening to their screams literally as they're rolled into a ball. That's more fun. <laughs> They're wandering empty landscapes. Seven points into another stamped out Zelda game, Link's Awakening. 
Link's Awakening uh, is one of the best games. That one's <laughs> <laughs> That one needed it. That one needed it more because you guys don't have okay. the great the, the great taste that I do. Right, right. Yeah. But I put my points in where the games needed it, not not where you're like, oh, I just like this game. You put all points I, in. I <laughs> did too, because I, I knew I knew hipster Rob wouldn't put Breath of the Wild on his list. How dare you call me a hipster? <laughs> <laughs> I do have a beard and glasses and I wear video game shirts. Yeah. Shit. No, it's true. Yeah. If I come over to your house, am I gonna find any granola? No, no, no. I don't have any granola. Not that I have Rob any loves granola. He said so on many occasions. <laughs> what? Oh, shit. But I do like it yogurt. Thing. Here's the thing. Rob doesn't yeah. go to craft beer places. I don't like so that. So he's just automatically not a hipster. I'm sorry. That is the one main criteria. Aha! You don't? All right. All right. It. Yeah. Should You've been absolved by your good friend, Shelby. My best friend, Shelby. Thanks. <laughs> don't. Yeah. You know what? Sean, in your world, guess what? Men and women can be best friends. <laughs> yeah, in, your, in your black and white world, where, where that can't be the case, Shelby's my friend. She saves no. she saves me like three times a week. <laughs> over the bridge, yeah, yeah, over the bridge. She helps what me get across the bridge safely. Devolve to look at us. We're bickering. Madness. We're bickering. We're making fun of each other, and and we're not celebrating the greatest game of all time that's ever been made. Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Everything is unique. The story is great because you have to find it. It doesn't uh, have to be unique. <laughs> it just has to be better. That's Wayne Gretzky didn't do anything. He didn't play hockey any differently than oh, anybody before him played hockey. He just did it better. He Breath of the it, Wild is hockey stick. Just did it all better. better than... sucks now. Oh my god, who sucks now? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I don't give. A, I don't watch hockey. <laughs> yeah, in ten, years, in ten years, people are gonna be like, "Oh, Breath of the Wild." That's that's. Stupid. More like this new game that's even better. Breath of the Wild 2. Uh, Fortnite 6. <laughs> oh, Maybe. They might be. Who knows? Fort, hey, Fortnite Craft. Apex didn't make it on it. I thought everybody loved this game. I didn't play it. Yeah. Which one? Apex Legends. It's like the new. Apparently the the, the better Fortnite. I don't fucking if, know. If we were kids under the age of like 18, we'd all that would be our list would be Fortnite, Minecraft, uh PUBG. Okay, well, we are one one <laughs> out of Three for that so far. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, of course, I don't know if I already said Fortnite. Rocket League would be on there. Five That's Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, we got to make our own Bloodborne, uh, all of the Souls games. And decent from what I played, which I treated fairly because I only played them for not long. <laughs> That's the Shelby way of doing it. He plays it for five minutes. It's, she's the fairest person in Canada. <laughs> If you guys ever need to get an opinion on a game, send it to Shelby. She'll play it for five minutes and give you her opinion. Yeah. If she plays it for six minutes, you know you've got a really good game. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Let's just stop this. We're done. Um, we This is our top 100 part two. I uh, hope you all enjoyed it. If you have games that you th we missed that you think should be in there, definitely let me know because I'd, I'd like to hear it. Maybe I haven't played it. Maybe I should go play it. Right, guys? Unless yeah. they really, yes. really like it. Yeah. Oh, no. That's just everybody really likes it, Sean. <laughs> right, right. Sorry. Well, yeah. And this was a lot of fun. It was fun, actually. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, my list has actually changed since we started recording these. Oh, did you change your list a bit? Uh, yeah, well, I didn't actually physically change it, but in my head. 
my head cannon the list has changed mine would change a bit too i, I bet you i honest it honestly would uh that's just that's a fun thing it's fun putting a list together of, of games and stuff that you like and but then you notice how often that shit changes based on your mood other people's opinions or what you last saw uh yeah. if, i bet you if i watched like a like a video like a review on a lot of these games i'm like oh i love this game it really should be higher and then i would pop it up 10 spots and then I would see that game that I just popped it above a review of that. I'm like, oh, this game is it makes you feel so good. Recency so, yeah. bias. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but I do stand by Last Guardian being my number three. And everybody should play. If you like animals. If you don't like animals, then don't play it. And you don't have a heart anyways. Give a shit. Megan nodded, so that's cool. All right. And uh, Game Buzz, you want to talk about your show real quick? Plug it. Your other nah, show. Yeah, we're good. Game Buzz is a, a game. Uh, it's a little show by two brothers. Uh, <laughs> they talk know. about all the recent news. Uh, they're very popular on iTunes. Leave them a review. It really helps out their show. And uh, Cartridge Club is a community. It's like a book club for games. And uh, it used to be it was founded by two brothers. They abandoned it to make their own show. So check out uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> that site too. The right. history of the Cartridge Club. <laughs> but in all seriousness. <laughs> In all seriousness, 200 episodes, bonus barrel, it's not nothing. That's a, it's, you guys should feel proud. Well, Sean, you've only been around for like 10 episodes, so the rest of you should yeah, feel cool. But thank you for supporting us as a listener before. You no know, problem. And if you are listening to the show on iTunes, please leave us a five-star review. Oh, it really nice. helps the show get noticed. And tell two friends to check out Bonus Barrel, because after this, yeah. our 200 episode rounding up our top 100 games at uh, Bonus Barrel 100, we're going to be rolling into some new topics and some new games nice. over the next coming weeks that are a lot of fun and that we're really looking forward to talking to. I love it. That's great. You do you do have a good presence for uh, podcasting. <laughs> I mean, you should definitely do all of our intro and plugging. Nah, I'm good. You just did it. It was great. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Yeah. Oh, one more thing for people listening. I apologize. We skipped basically skipped all of October and didn't do anything... Halloweeny. I apologize. All right. Thank you for listening. This is Rob. Sean. Shelby. And Seiji. Bye.